Good morning and welcome. Happy Tuesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and we are on the 10th day of March. I'm up here at the mothership at 1360khnc.com getting ready for the big event this Friday night uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. at 10 South Paris. Make sure you are there uh, as we continue all the upgrades we have going on here, uh, the uh, down in Phoenix, KXXT, Ramon picking us up uh, today on our new stream. For those of you that were having, I know a lot of Arizonans uh, really like listening to 1360 uh, throughout the day. If you are having trouble with our stream at 1360KHNC.com, try it again today. Uh, troubles should be over. Uh, we've got people that were out, you know, Apple, you know, the Safari browsers, uh, some of you even on uh, the Android phones and all of those things that were having issues. All of those should be all cleared up, and the stream should now be working for everybody out there at 1360khnc.com. And then also out there, uh, click on the Facebook logo, the, uh, the F for the Facebook and I'll take you right to right out to the new Facebook page there at 1360. Uh, you can uh, friend us there. We are planning on doing some live streaming on Facebook for the night of our event. Of course, the Weld County Sheriff Steve Reams is going to be our keynote speaker. Elvis is going to be singing some songs and taking pictures and be in the building. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, we have got giveaways galore. We just got uh, a box from Alex Jones. Uh, we had boxes come in from Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Uh, who else? Bradley Dean. I mean, we've got all kinds of great stuff. Uh, trout tamers. I got to throw out uh, Brian McKnight. A shout out. One of my one of my boys out there. Uh, trout tamers is going to be. Uh, we're going to auction off uh, a fly fishing trip as well. Uh, Jim Ferriello, uh, rest in peace, Jim. Uh, he gave a, a metal detector. We got all kinds of great stuff. Patriot Trading Group got all kinds of stuff. We're going to have a special, a special thing for all the kids. So if you got kids, bring the kids. Uh, no kid's going to walk away empty-handed uh, from the event this Friday night, 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, at 10 South Parish, so right down the street from the radio station. Uh, if you can join us, we'll see you there. If not, friend us on Facebook, and you can see the live stream uh, from the event as well. So I hope that covers it up. Uh, ordering gold and silver. It's what I do here at Patriot. Our toll-free toll number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Uh, gold taking a breather yesterday. It hit a new multi-multi-year high, just above 1700 That is going to be, I think, this 1702 range. Uh, gold clear 1702, just pencil in 1850. Uh, and I think it's going to happen in short order. Yesterday, uh, the president came out after the market had closed, after Wall Street had closed, but during the what I'll call the aftermarket hours in gold, and talked about 
a new stimulus package and said that the the announcement, the official announcement, was going to come today. Uh, the Dow futures were up lock limit until the White House had to say, uh, we're not quite there, uh, and now uh, the annou- official announcement, uh, there will be no announcement this week. It may be longer. Trump blaming the Democrats. The Dow opened up uh, 900 points. Right now it's up 200 points. Uh, it's actually been negative uh, close to 100 points, so a very, very volatile session. And, and I think this is just what we're going to be in for uh, for the foreseeable future. As next week, uh, we're expecting another massive rate cut out of the central bank. Uh, as we said yesterday, the entire country of Italy now, the entire country is on lockdown. Uh, nobody in, nobody out. Italian authorities are in cars with you know with speakers attached to them telling all Italian citizens to remain inside and only go outside to get medicine or to go to the doctor and I said to Jason I'm like what about food right maybe you need to go get food right I, I don't know how it's all gonna work it is incredible the reactions that we're seeing in different places here in the US we're, we're kind of ignoring it. You know, and I told you about the airport and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know what to believe, right? Is, is this thing uh, the major killer? Is is it not a big deal? Is it just the flu like like uh, Trump wants it to be? Uh, I have my doubts. I, I don't, uh, you know, I think about China today. China, uh, the pre- President Xi was in Wuhan uh, this morning. Now, he had the, the face mask on but says that they have conquered it there. And remember that uh, Hubei province, I think there's 58 million people in that province. Everybody's been essentially banned or, or imprisoned, if you will, for lack of a better word, in their homes for like six weeks. So... We'll have to see. Patriot Radio News Hour. I got a great show lined up for you. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. And, you know, I don't know. I I truly don't know what to believe. I'm worried uh, that the president isn't taking this seriously enough. But then again, maybe he, maybe he has it right, and everybody else has it wrong. That this is a huge overreaction. I guess we're gonna find out together, aren't we? Right? We're all gonna find out one way or another. I mean, we just had uh, an entire country of sixty million people tell everybody not to go outside uh, this morning. The CDC. And this is obviously our Center for Disease Control, said that older Americans should consider stocking up on food and medications and avoid venturing out as the coronavirus spread. In a media briefing yesterday afternoon, 
uh, Dr. Nancy Monsieur focused on making recommendations for people at a higher risk of getting ill from the virus. She also said that eventually many people in the United States will be exposed to the virus and there's a good chance that many will become sick. So that's kind of, uh, you know, we, we kind of know that this is what they've been saying. Uh, but they're talking about people older than the age of 60 as well as those with underlying health conditions such as diabetes, heart disease, and lung disease are more vulnerable of getting sick or even dying if they get uh, the disease. So that was out of the CDC. And again, we're going to have to wait and see, but I want to focus in financially. What does it mean? And like I've said, and I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks, it doesn't matter if this is a huge overreaction uh, or if this thing is so horrible that you have to go to the lengths of what China did and the lengths of what Italy is doing to really prevent this thing from being horrible or anything in between. It doesn't matter. What we need to focus in on is the reaction. Obviously, what happened with Saudi Arabia and crude oil just made everything a lot worse. Uh, Challenger Gray in Christmas. For those of you, uh, a lot of you know that name, and you may be like, why do I know that name? They are the company that tracks layoffs. Right, and this has been my my big fear is the credit markets. And by the way, I've got a, an update about the repo markets. I'll get, I'm going to get to that next. Wow, do the banks need a lot of money? Uh, but the credit markets freezing up the amount of let's just call you know, and it's so funny when you look at uh, the housing market. Remember the housing market crisis, and everybody blamed the liar loans. Right, you know, they oh, don't worry, we'll just fill it out for you. You're, you're, you're breathing, we'll give you a loan. It doesn't matter. You're making minimum wage. You can buy five houses, and 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 people were were lying on these documents, the the no doc loans, right? And they didn't check, and they they, they would just write in uh, bogus amounts of income. That was the problem. The same type of stuff has happened and has been happening in the corporate bond market for for years now, where companies like, who in their right mind would lend Kmart any money, right? Nobody, yet they keep getting money, right? J.C. Petty, who would loan that? Nobody, they keep getting money. Well, it, it, we know about retailers, but there's a lot more under the covers that we don't know about. And then I started saying, you know, you're going to start seeing reactions when I talked about the ports at Long Beach, when I talked about uh, the port of Los Angeles, the largest port in the world, and all the uh, shipping volume declines. We know about the dry goods, the truckers. Uh, We know about retail. Now you got to put crude oil in there. And now Challenger Gray and Christmas came out with, and they don't do press releases. Usually you hear from them once a month. Because they they give their data the beginning of the month of how many companies 
file layoff notices, and then they tell us. Here's what they've said just in the last week. And they they gave a ton of examples. They started with a hotel chain that cut 5,000 jobs worldwide, 2,000 of them in the United States. They, they also talked about sp- small ones, a company that is called Basic Fun. Basic Fun. It's out of Florida. They announced 18 job cuts due to the work stoppage at its Chinese facilities. Now I'm like, okay, well, what does that have to do with U.S. job cuts? Apparently, 10 of those cuts will occur in the United States. Right, So whatever it was that they were doing in China, now that they're not doing it, uh, U.S. people are going to be getting laid off. And they said that they are seeing this, what they're calling wide-scale layoffs. And Challenger Gray in Christmas is saying they expect to see these layoffs in four ways. And they said the first wave of layoffs, Due to the outbreak, so this is focused on coronavirus, will likely primarily come from companies affected by the supply chain. Right, so I talked about that. Truckers, ports, rail workers, right? And then there's all these other people that you don't even think about, right? The importer, exporter people, and and, and I guess sales people for companies who, hey, I don't have any product to sell. I'm going to lay off my sales people until I got stuff to sell. They said Chinese factories shut down shortly before the Lunar New Year and have been slow to get up to speed since the virus. Companies who are weighing cuts due to supply shock have been weighing the possibility for some time. And now Challenger Gray in Christmas says it appears that they are now starting to see these companies actually react and start laying off. So I'm, I'm going to be interesting to see what happens with jobless claims Thursday. Right? Listen, we want to see that number stay, you know, below 220. Uh, even below uh, 230 is, I, I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't be thrilled, but I'll be okay with that. You know, if we start talking about 240 or 250, uh, then, then things are really going to start getting a lot more serious. So that they said that was the first wave. The second wave coming from industries that they considered to be ground zero. Cruise ships, international tourism, hotels, conferences, and airlines. Industries are beginning to see a demand shock. And, and on right on point, this morning we had Delta, American, United, Southwest. I mean, pretty much, uh, if you were an airline, they were all announcing today anywhere from 10 to 20% cuts in their domestic travel. All of them are made massive cuts on their international flights. One of the things, when we talk about trade wars and, and unfair treatment, the EU, and, and include England in that as well, 
they have rules for these airlines that if you cut your flights, you lose the gate at the airport. So airlines, at least for right now, are flying ghost flights. So you know, there's obviously an expense to that because they don't want to lose their spots at these at these uh, airline terminals if they don't make you know if they don't make these flights. But they're they're actually flying no people. It makes no sense. But again, maybe it's something uh, that the president could look into. So first wave had to do with supply chain. Second wave. They're calling ground zero, right? Crews, international tourism, hotels, conferences, and airlines. And, of course, we're seeing that the third wave of layoffs. Oh, and by the way, they did mention this SXSW Music and Media and Comedy Conference in Austin, Texas that got canceled. Do you know 161,000 people attended that thing? Uh, last year, so so these are the things that Challenger and Gray and Christmas talked about. The third wave will likely come from in-person service business and manufacturing. Now, we haven't seen this yet, right? I think we've seen the first wave. The second wave is definitely started, hasn't it, right? Cruise ships airlines, conferences, hotels, right? That that started. This third wave, I don't know that this has started yet. Here's who's in the third wave. Restaurants, retailers. Now, it depends on what type of retailer you are, right? Grocery stores, I think, are doing really well. Everybody's stocking up there. I don't know about anything else. Entertainment venues. So right now, uh, spring training still going on. No more people in the clubhouse, but the spring training events are going on. The NBA is still allowing fans to go to games. No fans allowed uh, to go into the clubhouse or have access to players, but they're still allowing games. The NCAA isn't sure what to do. Right, so so far, uh, the only games where there's been no fans in the U.S. was uh, one of the colleges that closed because uh, one of the students tested positive, and it was a Division three school, and there was a playoff game, uh, I believe, in New York. Uh, there were no fans attended, but so far, we aren't seeing that. But what we are seeing, like Pearl Jam, for those of you that don't know Pearl Jam. Uh, they're like a grunge rock band, very, very popular band uh, in in the late 90s, early 2000s. They're still popular today. Uh, they put their concert on hold. Madonna has canceled all of her concerts in, in France, as an example, right? So these things have an impact. Entertainment venues where customers uh, and entertainment venues where customers stop shopping, as well as manufacturers. Here was a new one, bus drivers. Didn't think about that. All these schools that are been closing, right? You don't think about the bus drivers. You don't think about the lunch ladies, right, and all that stuff. Uh, and schools where workers refuse to come in 
due to outbreak fears. By the way, right on cue with, with I'm telling you what, uh, Challenger Gray and Christmas, they know their stuff. Today, it was Harvard. Harvard has informed all of their students that they must leave campus by March 15th and that all classes will be held online. So they're joining, uh, uh, you know, I know that uh, I believe it was Columbia and Princeton made that announcement the other day. I didn't know what was happening to the students. And like University of Washington, uh, Harvard has told everyone to get out, leave the dorms, go back home. Uh, all all uh, classes are online. So, again, you think about, well, then, you know, you're going to have security people get laid off, cafeteria people get laid off, right, all of these, these others laid off. When we get back, I'll tell you about the fourth one, Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dot. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. When liberal Methodists tried to force traditional Methodists to accept gay marriage, the traditionalists soundly defeated them in a 53-47 vote. The conservatives even strengthened the traditional doctrine on marriage. That leaves me wondering why they act like they lost the fight that they so readily won. Two days after New Year's, a group of Methodists announced a brokered settlement allowing the United Methodist Church to adopt same-sex marriage and ordain openly LGBTQ clergy. If approved at its upcoming international conference in May, conservatives would have to accept this doctrinal change or get out. A supermajority vote would be required before a conservative congregation could split off and continue with the traditional doctrine. The settlement offers the conservatives $25 million in church funds to leave, so this is clearly a clever way for the liberal side to buy off just enough opponents to take control of the entire church for themselves. Why aren't the liberals who lost the election by six percentage points just two years ago the ones leaving instead? They don't have the numbers, but they are doing a deceptive takeover to use church funds to buy themselves a majority. If you're a history buff, you might recall how in the Russian Revolution of 1917, the victorious minority called themselves Bolsheviks, which means majority, and unfairly labeled their opponents as Mensheviks, which means minority. When leftists are in the minority, they look for other ways to win. This buyout is a prime example of such deceptiveness. It even includes a $39 million payment on the issue of race, which is completely irrelevant to the marriage dispute. In all likelihood, it's a thinly veiled attempt to win over traditional African congregations. Christianity Today, the same magazine which called for President Trump to resign, quickly blessed the settlement. It declared that the deal is somehow an answer to prayer. In reality, the settlement is not a schism as it's being promoted. It's an attempt to pay conservatives to leave their own church in order to allow the liberal minority to take over. That's the way the left wins far too often, even when they don't have a majority. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Freedom of worship and the right to express our faith and read our Bibles is foundational to America. At phyllisschlafly.com, we promise to track mounting threats to the free exercise of religion and equip you to fight back. Your defense begins at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 
800-951-0592. The Dow is up 70 points after yesterday's 2,000-point drop. Uh, The president has just announced that he will provide aid to the cruise line industry. I don't have any more details than that. Uh, Said airlines as well. Uh, Just a quick brief. We are working very, very closely with the cruise industry. Uh, Airlines, too, we're helping them through this patch. We want people to travel to certain locations and not be and not to other locations at this moment. I am hopeful this will straighten out sooner rather than later, but we are working with the industries in particular those two industries. So that's the latest That's the first time I've heard the president say anything about not traveling somewhere. But he didn't say where, right? He didn't didn't say what that was going to be. Actually, now the Dow's getting ready to go negative. I think they're picking up on one. I picked up on is, whoa, that's the first time we've kind of heard maybe not travel somewhere. Uh, But before that, we were talking Challenger Gray and Christmas. This is going to be really important as to how much more downside there is in Wall Street and really and, and that's not the big problem the big problem is the the corporate bond market but Challenger gray and Christmas is saying these are the four waves they started with the supply chain then they went to what they called the ground zero, the hotels, the cruises, the airlines, right? The president addressing that a moment ago. The third wave was what they called in-person service businesses and manufacturing jobs, the restaurants, the retailers, uh, the entertainment venues. And I start thinking about these colleges now sending all these kids home. I mean, that's huge. Let's face it. The one thing college kids do is uh, eat out and, and drink at bars and party, right? I mean, that's what, co- you know, obviously college, you go there for the grades, but let's face it, most people go there to party as well. Uh, this could have huge ramifications if this becomes widespread. Uh, but where all of these colleges are that have already done this, uh, that can be a major economic blow to that that exact industry uh, that that John Challenger was talking about. The fourth wave, and this is the wave that really is going to dictate how bad this is, will come from companies whose revenues have dropped because a recession has started. Here was the part that got creepy. We may, in fact, be in that recession right now. He went on. Companies are stuck between a rock and a hard place. Two weeks ago, companies were dealing with an acute recruiting and talent management crisis for skilled workers. Right, that was all. Hey, we we can't find the skilled worker. Of course, listen, skilled worker wasn't 
uh, guys and girls with college degrees. They had plenty of those. It was actually uh, guys that could know how to program, you know, CNC C machines and flow jet machines and, you know, how to operate uh, machinery and things of that nature. That's the skilled workers they couldn't find. But this is how quickly it's changed. Challenger said HR teams are now facing the prospect of layoffs. Two weeks ago, they were frantically trying to find employees. Now, they're talking layoffs. He did add that no company wants to make a quick decision about cutting workers, especially if employers find that the coronavirus is just really a Y2K hype crisis, right? Kind of interesting. He brings up, hey, he's like me. I don't know. Right? I don't know what to believe. I mean, Italy just closed their whole country. Now, the death rate in Italy is almost, it's 5%. But the death rate in Korea is much lower. The death rate in China is not that high. It's... I don't know. Here in the U.S., we've got seven hundred, seven to 800 cases, uh, at least as of right now. I think the number is like 770 cases. There's 22 people that are dead. So that's about 3%. And, of course, uh, that nursing home in Washington is the, the prime culprit there. And I think that uh, that number could go down, but I don't know. So he's like, hey, these companies don't want to do it, but they're now at this point where sales are falling enough that they may have to. They may be unable to bring back their laid-off talent that were so hard to find in the first place. So Challenger is saying that businesses, at least for right now, are trying not to do that. Uh, They're trying to wait this thing out, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, But very, very clearly, wave one and wave two, for sure, we're absolutely now seeing wave three. Challenger says it looks like recession may be here. Remember yesterday I said, you know, recession kind of looks likely just from the numbers I'm seeing. We'll have to wait and see if wave four comes then it's going to be big problems, right? Big, big problems. Let's speaking of problems, the banks. The repo market, remember yesterday I updated you with the huge increases in repo markets. Today set a record for demand from money from banks to the Federal Reserve. Uh, the daily was uh, now stands at 150 billion dollars. Uh, the banks actually demanded the most money ever in that daily auction, which was just under 124 billion. So they didn't get the whole 150. But remember, up until yesterday, the limit was only 100 billion, and and banks two weeks ago. We're only doing about 50, 60, 70 billion, depending on the day. So today was the first day of the increase. 
Uh, the number jump. This is the most money requested yet. A hundred, just under a hundred and twenty-four billion. But we also had a special auction today, and that one was really big. I'll talk about that next. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Keep putting gold and silver away. Uh, this thing is is far from over. Uh, so we're talking about the repo auctions. Uh, we had the daily uh, this is the, a record for a demand for a single day, $124 billion. And here's my fear is uh, tax time's coming. I mean, could we see banks needing two, three, four hundred billion? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, they have a special 14-day repo. So the one that happened today... The one that happens every day, that's a daily thing. i got to borrow it today. I'm going to borrow it tomorrow. I'm going to borrow, borrow, borrow day by day. Then they have twice a week where you can borrow it for two weeks. This was at $20 billion before yesterday. Yesterday, they upped it to $45 billion, which kind of defies logic because the demand all last week uh, in the two special repo auctions last week, 60 and $70 billion they wanted. So they only moved it to 45 Today, $93 billion submitted. So if you think about what the banks wanted, it was almost $220 billion that they wanted uh, they ended up walking away with with about 160, 170 billion of that. Uh, but again, this was something uh, I remember when it first started. Oh, is this going to be a couple of weeks? Is this a little short term cash crunch? This thing is just getting bigger and bigger. Uh, real quick, I gotta up. I, I gotta do it. Stanford. Now they're saying they're going online. Right, that's seventeen thousand students. You know, University of Washington, uh, classes moved online yesterday. That was 50,000. Seattle University now says they're doing it. Uh, Boston's Northeastern University moving all of their classes online. So this is going to be a thing now, uh, that that all of these uh, things are going to be moved online. Cal Berkeley, they've just canceled classes between March 10th and March 29th. Uh, so my guess is maybe spring break's in there, but Cal Berkeley's already at canceled classes. Uh, and, and I think this is just going to be one university does it. Now I think they've all got to do it, right? This is one of those things, right? Y2K hype or uh, pandemic, right, or something in between. And, and we've got to watch all the fallout for this. And, and it's almost like the, we could very, very easily – uh, see ourselves in, in a major recession. Uh, and, and then, obviously, what happened with crude oil. By the way, an update on crude oil. It's only up $2.50 today. Crude oil yesterday uh, got closed uh, just above, uh, I think, right about $31. Actually got be- uh, uh, below 30 for a little while yesterday. But right now it's only $33.62 uh, 
that's the only that, that was it for the bounce there. Uh, that's just not enough. The, these these oil companies are so heavily in debt. Uh, we're going to see, and you know what's so funny is in Challenger Gray and Christmas's report, they didn't even talk about crude oil because that's a whole separate thing that just happened. Uh, so throw that wave in there. So now throw there. There's a fifth wave uh, that we're going to have to deal with. So Thursday, jobless claims numbers could start to be very indicative of of what we are going to see. Uh, if we see the number jump over 220, hopefully not over 230. Anything over 230 uh, is going to be a, 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 a warning sign. Anything above 250, and, and you're going to see uh, everything freak out. Uh, the Dow is bouncing here. It's up 200 points. Uh, the president, uh, he's been uh, uh, sending out tweets and and. Also, uh, comments to the media saying that he is going to go to Congress to talk about uh, coronavirus stimulus. He says that he's going to, uh, to go up to Capitol Hill later in the day to talk to lawmakers. Uh, obviously, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Uh, there's going to be uh, more money coming. You know, one of the things he talked about a payroll tax cut, that was yesterday's talk. I don't know what what to think about this because that's essentially saying let's cut money from Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid. We already don't, you know, we're, we don't have the money for that already. Uh, that's just going to, again, remember, I, I keep telling you, though, 2025 and it's done with. And, and I, I got a feeling that this is going to be one of the places uh, that they try to go get the money from. And, of course, the problem is with a payroll tax cut, you actually got to have a job to get the benefit. So we'll have to see how all of this plays out. Uh, uh, but the president said he's going to take his case to Congress. Uh, but, but just plan on this. Rate cuts, something near or at zero. Stimulus coming from the government. In other words, I think we're going to break a record. We'll have a record level of debt in 2020. Uh, and then whether or not they want to admit to QE or not, huge increase in the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. All of those things are going to propel gold prices. Uh, I think we're going to see uh, all-time record highs uh, in gold. Uh, You know, all of a sudden now, I'm going to put this year on the table. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's on the table for this year. Uh, By next year, I absolutely think it's going to be. So make sure you take the time, put some gold away. Gold's off about $20 today. Take advantage of the pullback. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Final segment here. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. A real quick couple of quick updates. Uh, New York has activated the National Guard. Uh, again, Y2K panic or, or, or not, I don't know. Uh, going to New Rochelle, where the big outbreak is, the National Guard has been activated. Occidental Petroleum has uh, announced that it's going to slash its dividend, which was $0.79 cents a share, all the way down to $0.11. Cents. 
also said it's going to be cutting capital spending uh, by 40%. So just uh, some more news there. But before we end out, uh, I guess welcome back. Uh, the the man who's he's been down. He's had a tough year, uh, but he's back. Uh, Uncle Eric, Eric, are you there? Yeah, I'm down, but I'm not out. It's good to be here, Joe. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's been a quite a ride for me. And for you people wondering where I've been and all the emails, thank you. I just uh, had uh, had a uh, accident, broke three ribs, and uh, at 60 years old, you you know you break three ribs. Takes a little while to come back, but. Uh, I'm on the mend. It's uh, week four. I'm up and at them, and I'm going to start picking up and doing some radio again. If you want to flip on over, people in Phoenix, you want to flip on over to 1360khnc.com. I'll be on the next hour. And by the way, Joe, your uh, your tweak to the stream because I have a bunch of Apple uh, users that listen to us online, and they've been unable to get the stream this morning. My daughter, who by the way is at uh, was now head of the geriatric, uh, one of the divisions at Oregon State University, says they are able to pick up the stream for the first time. So you've done a great job. It took us a while, but uh, we are there now. So as Eric said, anybody that was having issues with the picking up the stream at 1360khnc.com, uh, we, we've got it fixed. It's up. It's running. Uh, Eric's going to be on immediately following this show. So jump over there. Get online. I, I'm sure after being down for a month, I mean, you were te- it, it was a standing eight count, uh, but he's ready to go. I'm sure you've got a lot of things uh, that are brewing around in that mind for an entire month. You don't want to miss this next hour coming up. I'm going to bring up issues that I absolutely guarantee nobody has brought up yet. Maybe it was medically induced into my sick right-wing thinking, but nevertheless, I think there's some very valid points, and uh, a lot of it has to do with just, well, common sense, and that's that's what I've always tried to concentrate on and uh, try to be semi-lucid and get the, the correct news out. And Joe, you're doing a wonderful job. I can only imagine how busy the gold industry is today. It's well, got to just be crazy. Just as a quick update, uh, since you brought it up, Silver Eagles, uh, two weeks out now on, on Silver Eagles. They're, all the back dates are gone. Only thing available uh, now going forward is 2020 Silver Eagles. Uh, and demand is is starting to roar in. Listen, Wendy's Wendy's down in Phoenix operating the phone lines. She's got products. She's got great deals. Uh, call her. She's ready to wheel and deal. She likes to, especially when I'm out of town for whatever reason, uh, she likes to make things uh, even better. So give her a call, 800-951-0592. And, and just know, Silver Eagles, you know you'll get them. you always get them. Uh, but they are running a couple weeks behind. Everybody stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. Jump over to 1360khnc.com. Eric Cedarstrom, he's off He's off the mat. He's standing up. He's ready to throw punches. Everybody take care. I'll be back tomorrow.